This is the Little Moments Count radio podcast, created in partnership with community radio stations throughout Minnesota. Each episode, you'll hear interviews with early childhood experts on how to support the important brain development that takes place in the first 1,000 days of life, just through Little Moments every day. Learn more at littlemomentscount.org slash podcast. It's a good day to be indigenous. They are going to become more brutal. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kudagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you are listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events. And as we all know, Native issues are human issues and human issues are Native issues. And I want to say that this episode of Native Roots Radio is presented in partnership with Little Moments Count. Little Moments Count is a statewide collaborative focused on helping parents and caregivers learn about the importance of brain development in the first year, three years of life. And uh, we're excited. We're going to have an awesome guest come up. And we're going to be talking about this beautiful program and how important these things are. So, Wendy, uh, we're a national show here, and Wendy's in New York. And Ogma's up in the what we like to call the deep north, up in, uh, up in Bemidji Way. And uh, we are all over Turtle Island, so it's exciting to uh, speak our truth and talk about these things. Um, we're here with v- Vanessa, who's the director, and it's hard for me to say this word here, but I'll just say the Lower Sioux Early Head Start and Start Dakota Language Immersion Program. Welcome, welcome, Vanessa. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. And, uh, you know, really, let's talk about this, uh, this, have a conversation about this. This is really important things. Um, can you just, uh, before we get going too far, I'd like you to just tell us a little bit about yourself, too. Yeah. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Vanessa Goodthunder. My Dakota name is Nastawi, which means jingling woman, and I come from where they paint the trees red, which is also known as the Lower Sioux Indian Community in Southwest Minnesota. So to the left, you're going to see some corn, and to the right, you're going to see some more corn, very rural area. Um, <laughs> and I am currently the director of otherwise known as Siwu, affectionately. Uh, it just means the Lower Sioux Early Head Start and Head Start. So I'm very excited to be here. Yeah, I'm very excited to hear you uh, speak your language so well and uh, be a part of a Head Start program where... Uh, you can speak to our little ones in a good way, and that that's really exciting. Um, 
you know, can you uh, tell us uh, why people would, uh, especially our Lakota, Dakota relatives, would want to learn the Dakota language? Yeah, um, we always, we always, I always say, you know, my language is a part of me and without it, I'm not whole. Um, it has everything in in, in it, our, our language. It has all of our Dakota Wichoha, our Dakota ways of life. It has our our star knowledge. It has our math in it. It has our history. It, it has everything encapsulated in it. So when you know your language, you're slowly starting to to know yourself because we know that um, systematically it was taken away from us. So currently there's only five first language speakers um, left in the state of Minnesota and they're all over the age of 66 years old. So we are in a, a race to remember, reclaim, and reconnect to who we are and, and that language there. Um, we, we as, a, as a tribe here at Chansheapi, we had um, about 86% vote yes, that they would like to, to have a school open. Um, and so then we wrote a grant and that's what we did. We opened in August of 2018. Let me uh, talk about a little bit the importance, and I know uh, Wendy and I have a, a godchild who speaks Spanish fluently and um, English, and it takes uh, took her and her brother a lot longer time to say their first word because their their mind was or their their brain was like uh, tying up some some loose ends and everything, and with the two languages, so. It's important, I think, too, to know the Dakota language, too, along with uh, English. Because of that, uh, you become such a uh, – you become really – I don't want to say smarter, but you become smarter almost, it seems like. Oh, goodness. Absolutely. Um, it, like, really helps with your executive functioning in your brain. Um, it, that that mental flexibility that you're able to do is going from in and out of two – um, worldviews because the two different languages, they're two different ways of, of looking at life. And so it just switches on and off. And when you have that, that increases your ability to do your standardized tests. It increases. And when you know your indigenous language specifically, so like Dakota, it increases your self-esteem because you know who you are and you have that sense of being and sense of belonging again. Um, it's less anxiety. It creates self-efficacy too. And so you know who you are, so therefore you know where you're going to go. So there's just so many awesome benefits that knowing a second language, but specifically knowing your own indigenous language um, is going to just help you and, and therefore help with um, the tribal sovereignty as a whole. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you on. And uh, you're a younger person and you're really leading the way. And I'm from the generation and the generation before me where a lot of this is was taken away from us so it's so important to to hear you speak your language to promote your language to your students and to uh the children around you uh talk a little bit about about that i mean we we get the when i was young you know thanksgiving was like a like a almost like a kegger you know ha hanging out with the white people and having turkey and that isn't really what happened, and um, I, I think you young ones or younger ones are really bringing out the truth because of the history was not really 
uh, the history is always written by the victors, so we haven't had a real good look at what really Native people were doing and, and who they are. Goodness, I think we're still in that race to, to learn. I am a second language learner. My hope in, um, is that because we believe with the language, it helps us heal from historical trauma um, to then get back to Dakota Wichoha, as the elders say. So we're born with Dakota Wichoha, it's in us, but we're thrown outside the circle and, and can't obtain it because of historical trauma. And we can talk all day from it, but if we... Mm -hmm continue to learn our language we believe that we're healing from that and getting closer and closer so my dad um who's no longer here but he remembers 1978 uh, american indian religious freedom act happened he said vanessa that was just a piece of paper um mm -hmm. the damage was done and so it took very a long time for here at chashapi to get our first we long watch here sundance back it took a long time for the first anipi the sweat lodge to come back and he remembers those times mm -hmm. well you know fast forward to 1994 where i was born making the world a better place hopefully um i never had to go without a sundance and i've never had to learn what it was like to be without an anipi and so my hope and my strive is to help these young ones never have to know what it's like not to know your language because I, I got to feel that and and know that um, and get comfortable with that. And so now I'm, I'm hoping to keep taking it forward and hopefully they will, will take the lead too and, and keep on going forward so we can all get back to Dakota Wichoka. Well, that's a the talk about like uh, your educational goal because I know it's so important and I think uh, I believe that people that learn their language at a young age and learn their ways will take it with them forever. They may leave for a little bit, but they will come back, and and that's that's important. Um, tell us a little bit about your your educational goal for the little ones. Oh goodness, I'm just here trying to give them the tools and resources. Um, that they need to to grow and be whoever they want to be and, and make this community however they want it to be. Um, that's what was given to me and, and now I'm hoping to do the same. Um, I, I don't, I, I was I was supposed to be a social studies and Dakota language high school teacher because we didn't have that at, at our high school. And my cousin Adam at Upper Sioux had Kushi Carey, uh, Grandma Carey, at there, so I was jealous. So then uh -huh. I, I wanted to come and, and bring that back here. Um, and then life happens, as you know, and next, you know, we, we built a school and um, yeah. and here we are just knowing that, that this age is where we're going to start building from. I mean, we didn't even have an education department um, really, which we opened that about the same time we opened the school. So we're just, we're just growing and, and hoping mm -hmm. to, to do our best. Well, you are doing your best, and you are doing well. I, I we have a lot of listeners in Wisconsin. We're on like twenty three radio stations in Wisconsin. Also, maybe you can just give everyone kind of a an idea of where you are uh, physically in the state of Minnesota. Oh yeah, we're in Southwest Minnesota, um, so right next to the Minnesota River um, in the Minnesota River Valley. So there's Upper Sioux and there's Lower Sioux. My grandma's from Upper Sioux. I'm from Lower Sioux, but I I live here in. Um, from Lower Sioux, I always joke that I'm Middle Sioux, and I don't know if that really answered the question, but that is the best no. I got. No, About that's two and a half hours from um, the Twin Cities. 
Right on. Yeah, no, that works. And uh, I always like to say that because uh, a lot of people don't know, and we have a lot of uh, not only natives across the country listening to us, but a lot of white allies. So it's good to good to let them know where we are because we're still here. We're everywhere, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> Well, we got less than a minute left. Uh, I, I'm going to leave the floor to you. Um, what 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 would you like to end with? Uh, how what would you like to say that we haven't talked about? Goodness, I think my favorite part about here is just knowing your language. Keep growing it as much as possible, one word, and and spread that to five people, and then thus force, thus force, and of course our wraparound services. Um, historical trauma did it a number on us and it took a lot of resources and, and funds to take our language away and it's going to take even a lot more to, to bring it back um so therefore you know do do whatever you can to to bring back the culture and language and and keep going you know we just added ribbon skirts and shirts into our dramatic play area in our classrooms and that's something we didn't have before and so slowly and slowly we're just going to continue to grow and um, i hope other folks decide to grow as well with it and for it. So, Pidamayapi. Uh, Pini Gigi, thank you so much for being on Native Roots Radio. Vanessa, good thunder, a lower Sioux and doing the work of many. Pini Gigi for coming on. like to see you again. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. Thanks for listening to the Little Moments Count radio podcast in partnership with community radio stations throughout Minnesota. You can find the Little Moments Count radio podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at littlemomentscount.org slash podcast.